0: Portland's home for ESPN Radio is WZAN Portland,
1: 970 WZAN. Let's call it an
0: upset win. And welcome
2: in here to the MBR Game of the Week week presented by OA on ESPN 970. Russ Thompson and Les Stevens and beautiful night here from Scarborough High. We've got Bonnie Eagle and Scarborough coming up. Les, two teams that got off to great starts last week. Scarborough with their kind of, let's call it an upset win. At Portland and Bonnie Eagle Cruise Control, but these are teams that have played each other a lot the last couple of years and know each other really well. We're expecting a good matchup.
3: They've played each other very uh, competitively over the last uh, several years. Of course, Bonnie Eagle is a perennial power. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have five goal balls. Scarborough's been knocking on the door. We saw Scarborough last week, and they played a uh, fantastic game and upsetting portland and i'm not even sure it was an upset yeah
2: i think those teams were pretty even yeah the more after you watched a full game the less you thought it was an upset before we got into it uh and and Les, from talking to you before the game i know that one of the big advantages that scarborough has coming in here is that they have size a size advantage and they have it really at all three levels
3: scarborough's got a huge team their line averages uh 254 their backfield 205 Uh, their wide receivers 190 so they're they're getting about 20 to 30 pounds a man weight
2: advantage over Bonnie Eagle and when you talk about Bonnie Eagle I think we'd be uh, remiss not to start with Coach Cooper and really the program that he's built and the fact is every single year this Bonnie Eagle team is ready to contend for a state championship
3: now that John Wolfgram is retired I think uh, Coop Uh, Cooper Kevin Cooper is uh, probably the best football coach in Maine. I can remember when he played quarterback at Lawrence High School. I can remember when he played at uh, Dartmouth College. He coached at the University of Maine for a while. He's just a great, great high school uh, uh, coach.
2: Coach And they've got got that spread option there in Bonneagle, which Coach Cooper has made very famous. And uh, this year, they've got a power back. They've got a finesse back, really. They've got weapons all over the field. That's the, the key behind the spread offense. And they're a very quick and athletic
3: team. I wouldn't worry too much about the weight advantage that Scarborough has because Bonnie Eagle is so fast off the ball. And it's like boxing. It's like, who's, who's the first guy to get the punch in? I can you beat the guy to the punch? And that's what makes Bonnie Eagle such a good team. They're quick.
2: And a reminder that our games are presented by OA, board-certified, nationally recognized. That's OA online at ortho associates tonight we have the video stream as you guys can watch along here in addition to being on online the audio stream and here on espn 970 we're going to take a break though and we'll come back and give you the lineups you're listening to the mbr game of the week presented by oa right here on espn 970
4: Introducing ortho access. O.A. Centers for Orthopedics is pleased to announce their new orthopedic walk-in clinic, the first of its kind in Maine. Sprain, strain, or pain? No need for an appointment. Walk on into orthoaccess six days a week. O.A.'s orthopedic specialists will see you Monday through Friday 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturday 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Seriously, no appointment needed. Just walk into orthoaccess 33 Sewell Street in Portland. Find them online at orthoassociates.com or like them on Facebook. O.A. Experience experience in motion all aboard
5: MBR.org. The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations. Or visit their all-new and very popular team pages. MBR.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in Maine. Coming in February. All the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24-7. It's high school sports heaven. All aboard!
0: MBR.org.
4: Dan Conliff, owner of Public Jewelry and Collectibles in Auburn, tells us why he loves working with Mechanic Savings Bank.
0: We moved all our banking to Mechanic Savings Bank seven years ago, and I've been absolutely happy ever since. Our business credit line is a perfect example. It gives us the power to purchase sizable rare coin collections and jewelry estates on the spot. And when we had a chance to expand our store, mechanics came through with very attractive financing options. Everyone at the bank has been fantastic. So friendly, knowledgeable, and responsive. I've never had to wait for an answer. They go out of their way for us all the time, always striving to understand our business and help us save money. Mechanic Savings Bank makes my life easier in so many ways. And they're always working to help me make money. Now that's a great bank.
4: Buy local, bank local. To learn more, visit their Auburn, Lewiston, Wyndham, or Brunswick locations online at MechanicSavings.com. Mechanic Savings Bank member, FDIC.
2: Back here on the MBR Game of the Week, presented by OA on ESPN 970. Just coming out of the... Lineups there, and it looks like Scarborough will receive first. The lineups are brought to you by Maine Athletic Fundraising. No risk, no upfront cost, and no minimums. Call Mark at 468-1759 and take the first step in reaching your fundraising goals today online at maineaf.com. And we've got the National Anthem coming up here. And we will keep it right here for the National Anthem.
6: may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Maine's young people for life. It's high school sports. A winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Maine Principals Association and the Maine Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: From the Yankee Ford Studios, Portland's home for ESPN Radio is WZAN Portland. 970 WZAN.
2: back here on the MBR Game of the Week presented by OA on ESPN 970. Russ Thompson, Les Stevens. We've got Joe Carpini here with camera and also Matthew Beltwell, the producer here tonight. And Scarborough and Bonnie Eagle coming up momentarily. It'll be Scarborough to receive. And we got to see Les, last week Scarborough and really they settled more as the game went along. They didn't get off to the greatest start but then that second half, I mean, they shut out Portland and that defense really did come to play and I know you were also really impressed with Panyi, the quarterback. I was very much impressed
3: with Panyi. He took a beating last week, and he kept getting up. He showed great courage in the face of a, a really good Portland defense. That's the one-week link. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think uh, their line uh, allows rushes.
2: Here we go. So we got Bonnie Eagle going, kicking off here, and Scarborough received going right to left. Ball deep back and taking it out to the outside and getting hit by quite a few there. It looked like that was Maxwell Tassie coming back. Actually, no, that was Connor Dudley, who had a pretty big game last week for Scarborough, and they'll come out from about the 25 yard line. They'll start.
3: Fawn made that first uh, kickoff hit uh, for Bonnie Eagle. Um, He's a 225 pounder.
2: And Scarborough really, this, this Class A self, arguably the most competitive division in the whole state. I think it is. That, that, that really makes you measure yourself against the best. And I know that this has been a, a long time coming for Scarborough here. And the first one is a toss to the right. Looks like that was Owen Garrard on first down. That yeah, was a Garrard. Scrum. They'll pick up a couple, but Von Eagle just swarming to that ball.
3: A lot of green-winged helmets flying toward the football. But, good five, six-yard game. game five.
2: That's what you want to start with on first down. And another thing that makes the Scarborough offense tough to gauge is that they've got a lot of different playmakers out there, and they like to really spread the ball all over the field. They
3: have a lot of good running backs, wide receivers.
2: And he takes the snap, hands it off inside. To the right there, getting outside... a couple enough for a first down there have to look and see that was Aaron Dickman who picked up the first down so already two downs and two different runners Dickman's a big running back 215
3: 510 runs with a lot of power he's what I call a north south runner he doesn't run toward the sidelines he squares his shoulders and goes forward
2: so first down after the run there by Dickman takes a snap tosses over to the left there for Gerard. Gerard got some space takes it gets past everybody down to the 20 and he gets knocked down around the 12 yard line there it's was a, a penalty. flag in the backfield we'll see I don't know if that's on Von Eagle or against Scarborough looks like it might be coming back it's a holding yeah, it's going to be a holding penalty I would think so maybe that was why Gerard got such a big hole but he certainly took that and it looked for a moment like he was going to be gone, but what a difference that makes. So it's going to be a hold on Scarborough. First down and... First down and long here coming up after they got... looked like they were going to get the ball inside the red zone.
3: That creates a whole new dynamic for the coaches <laughs> calling the plays. First and 15 is so, so different than first and 10, especially at this end of the field because you only have three downs mm-hmm. and you'll have to punt, so it's a whole new dynamic. So Penny
2: takes a snap, and he's going to drop back to pass here, come down the left-hand side, just outside the reach there. That was Connor Kelly, who had a big game last week, but uh, a couple yards in advance there of the deep ball. Second down. Connor Kelly, good Irish boy and a,
3: a very good pass receiver. I think he had almost 50 receptions last year, and he's only a junior. Wow. He'll be coming back, as will most of this
2: Scarborough team. Yeah, they're here to stay. So Scarborough looks to improve upon their 1-0 record, second down and long after the holding penalty on this series. Penae, hands off. Oh, that got stuffed. took him, himself... Fake the handoff, and he's going to lose a couple there on second down, bringing up a long third down coming up. And like you said, Les, I mean, when you start first down and 10 is both to first and 15, and yeah, a team like Scarborough that likes to get a couple yards there on first down, it's a totally different way to call the game.
3: That was very good penetration on that play by the uh, Bonnie Eagle defense led by Mr. Fawn.
2: We'll see on the other side of the ball as well. So third down and long coming up here. Two receivers, one split to the left, one to the right. Panyu's going to drop back. He was looking towards Kelly. Good pressure there, and he sacked the backfield. Zach Klein was involved with that one, a couple other Bonnie Eagle defenders, and now fourth down and at least 20 yards coming up for the punt team. That
1: will leave the red score fourth down
3: just yet another example of what happens when you dig yourself in a hole
2: on a penalty. So Dudley hunting a couple Scots back the Burge and that one is picked up by Sprague who goes to the left-hand side he's got some face pulls it back gets it at least 15 more yards than he thought at first and that's inside the 35 yard line terrific field position for Bonnie Eagle
3: Sprague is a great breakaway runner he uh, had three long punt and kick returns for touchdowns last week mm-hmm. and he's their, uh, he's their speed guy their finesse guy they'll alternate him with Thorn Fawn for the power Sprague for the speed and finesse
2: and both of them are juniors, so I'd expect to see them again next year as well. And the quarterback back there, Cam Day, Day keeps it, sticks with Day, and he can move as well, picks up. And he's still on his feet now, first down, and right around the 20-yard line he takes it down too. Uh,
3: the spread offense that Bonnie Eagle runs is so much better when you have a quarterback that can really run the football. And and this kid, Cam Day, can do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you give yourself two, three running options. Day takes it, throws out to the right, picks up the Burrs there, and he gets tackled in the backfield. Great coverage, open field tackle.
3: Whole host of Scarborough tacklers over there, well-covered.
2: And it looks like that was Eric Quirk who came up and just wrapped up the legs there of the Burge. So that's a big first down play for the Scarborough defense. Now eagle has got three receivers bunched to the right. Thorne is in the backfield with Day. Day takes the handoff and gets jacked up the middle. Very strong tackle there, Dickman. I think that was Dickman that came up, and that might have lost a couple of yards, maybe back to the line of scrimmage.
1: So hey. third
2: down, third down and 15 coming up here. Good field position, but this would be interesting deciding what they do.
3: They're going to get two whacks at this. Because they're in four-down territory, so they don't have to pick it all up on this one
2: down. Stays in the shotgun, two receivers to the left. He's looking over there as he drops back, takes off with his feet, running, coming up, and he won't get to the first down, but he'll pick up probably six yards there, maybe seven, setting up fourth and about eight, I would say. Less than that, I think. But there's also a flag on the play.
3: Depends where they mark it. Probably holding.
1: I
2: don't know. Yep. Right here on the MBR Game of the Week, presented by OA on ESPN 970. Or also, if you're tuning in to the MBR stream on the YouTube channel of MBR, thanks for joining us. You'll be able to hear us tomorrow. We'll be over at Chevrus for the game Was so that an illegal push in the back there? On Bonnie Eagle. The penalty is on Bonnie Eagle.
1: Bonnie Eagle.
2: Illegal procedure. I think it was a motion. So now this makes it. Well, they'll replay third down. Bonnie Eagle will come back here third and 15 from the Scarborough 35-yard line. Day takes the snap, looks over to the left immediately, throws that ball too low, can't be picked up. And now fourth and long coming up. And it wouldn't have mattered the it was well covered.
3: Yeah.
2: Scarborough really stiffening up that defense after the first couple plays. They here. did a lot of that last week, yeah. Ben, but don't break.
3: Give up some yardage, but stiffen up when it gets down toward the goal line.
2: Yeah, Their run defense was terrific all Friday night, last Friday night and it was really their coverage that was an issue, but in the second half they fixed that and uh, put up a donut. So we'll get it here. Long fourth down. The handoff up the middle there to Thorne. He's not going to get much. Very low risk, low reward play call right there. This
3: is the kind of game, I think, if uh, the longest Scarborough hangs with these guys and knows they can play a power like Bonnie Eagle, mano a mano, uh, they're, they're gonna, their confidence is going to do nothing but pick up as the game goes
2: on. Yeah, and they got a turnover on downs there, so we'll get our second look at the Scarborough offense and their big offensive line. A lot of size. They have good numbers here on the football team. Beautiful night here. At Scarborough High, under the lights, and we'll see what the Red Storm have in store. Tanyi, the quarterback, he'll toss over to the right. Garand and Garrard goes up and get, grabs a couple there on first down. Uh, no, nope. that was Dudley, actually.
1: Seven, Game two, so many
2: playmakers here for Scarborough. But central to it all is Zoltan Panyi, who took a beating last week but stayed in the whole game and drove his team to victory. So second down here, five coming up here, and this is right where Scarborough wants it to be with a lot of play calls available. They're on their own thirty
3: This is a big play for both teams. They don't pick this up, they're gonna have to punt.
2: Third down, coming up here. Dany drops to his right, rolls out. Throws that one on the run, too strong. Out of bounds, incomplete. You may be thinking, wonder there, he might have been able to pick that one up with his legs. But this is not four down territory. They're at their own 35-yard line, and the punt team will come out. Cody Dudley will punt this one away.
1: I
3: look for the line play and how the uh, lines fare against each other, offensive line versus the defense. And I I would say it's pretty even Mm -hmm. thus far. Neither team is pushing the other around. So the punt comes
2: up here for Dudley. Strong punt. Fair catch called and caught there by Sprague. And Eagle will have the ball at the 44-yard line, their own 44-yard line, so... Not as good a position, but still pretty good field position to start a drive off from. I think most
3: coaches will take it on the 45. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty, that's 55 yards. It's a short field.
2: Welcome back to the Mechanic Savings Bank broadcast booth. You're looking live from the Mechanic Savings broadcast booth here tonight from Scarborough High and a really good crowd here tonight. As I think people here in Scarborough realize that they've got a good football team to watch this year and coming out in droves to support them.
3: No question, this is the best game of the night in the state of Maine. Number one team and the fourth
2: best team in Maine. Sprague comes over here to the right, showing good elusiveness there. Picks up the first down and was dragging tacklers. That's a lot of power there, and that's the finesse back. What I
3: like about that is you got a speed finesse guy, but he also knows how to lower his shoulders, keep them square, and go north south. That's the sign of all the great running backs. Mm-hmm.
2: You got to go north south at some point. You huh?
3: got to go north south, and you got to go square.
2: So the first down here, they're going to hand this one again. Off that time to Sprigg. He picks up four to the left and sets up second down. And right now, at least the last couple of downs, it's Bonnie Eagle winning that battle. Of the trenches they opening up some space.
3: They make you defend a lot of geography. That's the spread offense. East to west, north to south. You've got to cover a lot of geography when you play Bonnie Eagle.
2: We got four and a half minutes to go here in the first quarter. Still 0 0 on the MBR game of the week presented by OA right here on ESPN 970. And the throw over there to the left caught in traffic, picked up for a big first down there, gain of about 15 all the way down to the Scarborough 30 yard line.
3: Very simple play, a slant pattern. Depends on quickness. That's a Patriots bread and butter right there. <laughs> slant pattern over the middle. Was that Those
2: Camp two. the Burge or was that Julian Edelman? <laughs> Whoever it was, they take punishment. <laughs> the Burge is a great athlete for these Scots. They like to line him out on the boundaries. He's in motion now. Sprague. Pass out of the backfield The Sprague. Sprague makes a couple of people miss. And really, that cutting ability and how fluid he is, he's very, very quick and nifty on his he feet.
1: The number 23, Alex He stopped by play by number 30. Anthony
3: he runs in an easy style.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Makes it look easy.
3: Some people pound and other
2: people glide. He's a glider. And now they've got two backs in there, Thorn and Sprague, oh, on either side of Day, the quarterback. He takes the snap, hands, uh, fakes the handoff, slips, and falls there on second down. Gets right back to the line of scrimmage. But should set up, I think, third down and four here coming up. And we'll get a timeout taken here on the ESPN Game of the Week on ESPN 970. And we'll step aside here quickly, and we'll come back with more football. back here on the game of the week third down and Day takes it himself up the middle and that looks like it'll be good for the first down strong up the middle or maybe it's going to be right down to close. it's close they have fourth down signaled up there yeah that can't be more than a couple of feet yeah. okay so fourth down and short that was a quick burst there by Cam Day fourth down and one can the Red Storm uh, hold strong here or does Bonnie Eagle have just enough to get the first down two receivers to the left Day's in the shotgun he's going to take it himself and he got hit I think in the backfield not sure if he got there Scarborough had a great jump off the line of scrimmage and they did give it to him he got hit hard in the process though but just enough to get the first down
3: simple straight ahead quarterback keeper
2: who's tougher than who foot fearless down. too i mean he knew what he was getting himself into and he took a hit day lobs it to the left side of the end zone and diving into the corner no catch no good at least out of bounds there I think that was Cordell Menard over there and that was a nice looking spiral just I think a little too much dip on the pass they took a chance there I couldn't
3: see from this side of the field but I think he received it it was just he was out of bounds right right
2: had to dive out of bounds to get that one so second down and 10 right on the 20 yard line is Bonnie Eagle, Day, hands that one up, up the middle to Sprague, Sprague keeps moving those legs, and now they'll call it dead, but he picked up a couple after it initially looked like he got hit at the line of scrimmage, so that'll bring up third down here, and about six for Bonnie Eagle. As they move, continue to move down the field. One thirty to go in the first quarter. Still scoreless. The pass out wide and oh, almost was, picked off. That was well covered. But great coverage there. The birds caught it, but he was immediately tackled. It looks like that was Connor Kelly. 32. Jeremy Sindrowski actually in coverage there. He almost picked the pass off oh, out wide. No. And the Burge took a big hit, and that's a loss of a couple yards, bringing up a fourth down and long here for Bonnie Eagle.
3: Whoever's scouting for Bonnie Eagle did a heck of a job. That play was totally red.
2: Totally red. Oh, Scarborough defense and again impressing here. We'll see if they can hold here on fourth down. Day takes a snap. He looks to lob in the back of the end zone. It's caught, and touchdown over in the corner. The lob pass over to Menard, 6-0, Bonnie Eagle.
3: That's the diversity of this offense. They'll slug away at you, and then they'll pass. You just have to defend so much geography when you play them. They'll take what you give them.
2: Yeah, and there, it looked like they were doing something else at the, at the snap held onto the ball and was able to touch past that little lob pass, and Menard was streaking right away. The extra point is up, and it's good. And now it's 7 nothing. Bonnie Eagle right here on the NBR Game of the Week, presented by OA on ESPN 970. We'll come back right after this.
6: These days, the concept of value matters more than ever and you'd be hard-pressed to find a better value than high school sports. Extracurricular activities, including sports, make up about 2% of the budget for a typical Maine high school. In return, participation in sports promotes citizenship and sportsmanship. Sports also instill a sense of community pride and teach lifelong lessons about cooperation and self-discipline. They encourage physical fitness. They produce community leaders. By offering so many benefits to the community for such a small percentage of a school's overall budget, it's easy to see why high school sports are one of the best bargains around. The real cost would come from not having them at all. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Maine Principals Association and the Maine Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
2: Back here on the game of the week, Russ Thompson, Les Stevens, and Scarborough's back to return the kickoff after Bonnie Eagle put it up on the board. 7 nothing they lead, and this one is brought back out to about the 25-yard line by Cody Dudley, and we'll get another chance here. Now, obviously, Les, the dynamic of this game has changed a little bit. Scarborough was holding strong there. Now they're going to have to put some points up on the board.
3: One of the things that uh, jumps out at you in that first quarter is that the geography of the game was controlled by Bonnie Eagle the game was played for the most part in Scarborough territory
2: yeah that's one of the big things is being able to flip the, the field and Bonnie Eagle was able to control that we got 40 seconds left in the first quarter Danny, the quarterback drops back throws over to the right and that one is picked off along the sideline taking a chance I think that was Cam Thiburge over there who read that pass. And now we're getting into a sort of a danger zone here. Right after they put seven up on the board, Bonnie Eagle in great field position once again. That was an aggressive play call right there. It looked like he was open, but Thiburge was just waiting there.
3: Thiburge is a great athlete. He was right where he should be. And he
2: picks that one
3: off. He's gets, a small guy. Goes about 160. But that just shows you small guys. can. There's a place for them in this game. What a lot of heart. Tough little athlete.
2: Day has some trouble with the snap there. And he gets tracked down in the backfield. Bobbled it with his fingers. And he was grabbed down there. It looked like that was by Reese Lagerquist who got in the backfield. I don't know what that wasn't exactly a bad snap. I think it just kind of was spinning a little bit on him. If you don't
3: execute, Scarborough will make you pay. Mm -hmm.
2: And that was the case on that play right there. And that's the end of the first quarter right here on the MBR Game of the Week presented by OA on ESPN 970. We'll step aside for a quick break. We'll come back with the second quarter. Don't go anywhere.
4: Cindy Robbins, owner of Poland Spring Resort and Cindy's Dockside Restaurant. I'm
6: very comfortable with Mechanic Savings Bank.
4: It's trust. It's relationship. It's a two-way street. It's friendship. I see mechanics on several levels. The charity level, the friendship level, it's all there. And for all the things you need to run a business, they're the experts. And that's what you want, the experts. Understanding each other, understanding the different businesses we're involved in. I
6: don't think you can get that if your bank's not local.
4: Buy local bank local. To learn more, visit their Auburn, Lewiston, Wyndham, or Brunswick locations online at MechanicsSavings.com. Mechanics Savings Bank, member FDIC.
0: From the Yankee Ford Studios, Portland's home for ESPN Radio is WZAN Portland, 970
2: WZAN. Back here on the MBR Game of the Week, presented by OA on ESPN 970. You're also watching on the MBR video stream online on the YouTube channel. And we are starting the second quarter right now and it's Bonnie Eagle leading 7-0, controlling most of that game. And Les, you just said it, really important series here coming up for the Red Storm.
3: Very important for Scarborough. They don't want to be down two
2: touchdowns to Bonnie Eagle. And Bonnie Eagle drops back to pass. Day, and that one was almost picked off. Right through the fingertips there of Owen Gerard, and I mean fingertips, he almost took one step to go the other way for six, and then dropped the pass.
3: Both teams are playing good pass defense. Several balls that were accepted, intercepted, or could be, could have been intercepted.
1: So we got
2: 4th down coming up here. They held him. And right at midfield, Von Eagle will be punting off. A low punt, and they're going to punch it over to the right. It was almost blocked. And it looked like a, almost a fair catch signal there, but staying on his feet, tossing a couple defenders away. And that was Cody Dudley back for the Red Storm. And... Now they're going to have quite a bit to go here from their own 15-yard line at the start of the second quarter, and another look there. But like we mentioned, big stop there for Scarborough to keep this game in hand. The
3: now they've got to show that they can move the football. Uh, they did the first couple of plays to start the first quarter, but since then, I think Bonnie Eagle has shut them down.
1: will take over first and ten from their own. 15-yard line.
2: So from their own 15-yard line, the last time Scarborough had the ball, it was an interception on the first down of that series. So we'll see what they got here. The toss to the right, blocking out front. This one's going to go to Garrard. He snaps through a couple and picks up. It looks right down near the first, maybe a yard short of that first down marker. That was a beautiful run. And you saw right there. I don't know who that was. It was, I think, the guard came out, and the lead blocker there took out two Bonnie Eagle defenders, allowing Gerard to really move. So we'll see here. Still second down. Danny hands that one over to the left. That was Tim Carrion and he'll pick up. The first down, and the pass through the air. Scarborough's got one receiver to the right, two in the backfield alongside Panyi. Another in motion. Panyi's going to hand that one off the left, and Garrard shifting up and down, gaining... 12 yards there on first down to move the chains. He's a big kid, but he's also very light on his feet. He's a
3: big 215-pounder, and he can run to open space, but he can also lower the shoulder and go. And you can sense the momentum here. He'll be back next year. He's going to be a featured, featured back same
2: formation as the last time for Scarborough. Tanyi will take that one or hand that one off to the fullback up the middle there. A gain of about two there on first down.
1: Uh, Gary was red score, number 29, that was Dickman.
3: So they have that jumbo combo of uh, Dickman and uh, Garrard two 215 pounders they can really play some power football
2: nine and a half minutes to go here in the second quarter Bonnie Eagle leads Scarborough and that handoff the middle didn't really go anywhere as Bonnie Eagle read what was a fake pass very well maybe a gain of one sets up a third down and seven here coming up
3: whatever he gained on that he gained on his own Mm -hmm.
2: no gain third down
1: and nine
2: It looked like that was Parker Gammon, who was right there at the line of attack, reading that one. So third down and long coming up here for the Red Storm. Sultan Panyi. the quarterback, drops back, goes out to the left, and he's got some space, and he picks up the first down or gets really close down to it. It's on the opposite side of the field, so kind of hard to tell. I think that play was totally improvised. And they did pick up the first down. And that's why I asked in the first quarter when they were going the opposite direction. It looked like on a third down play, he could have picked it up with his legs and he did there. There was one where he could have done that. Yeah. And he showed really good wheels.
3: That was clearly a pass play that broke down. Mm -hmm. And he just tucked it under his arm and uh, took the mail and carried it to, to the house.
2: So they moved the chains here. Inside Bonne Eagle territory, the toss to the right. Bonne Eagle really read that one well. Uh, and coming up there in the backfield was Thorne. And even before the running back got the toss, he was right there, I mean, uh, from the point of attack. Uh, Thorne's a great defender, down. Well. a ball
3: hawk. They play him in a lot of different positions. He started as a freshman at Nosegat. Wow. And as he's gotten bigger, now he's a junior. He's playing defensive end, linebacker.
2: second down here coming up. Panyi tossing that one over the top and through the fingertips there. I think that was Lagerquist who caught a touchdown last week and just right through the flink fingertips, and he was down about 30 yards down the field. So they went for a big one there on second down, incomplete pass. That's tough, though, to contain. Lagerquist listed 6'4", 200 at the tight end position. He's got some height to him. Big target. Third down and 10 coming up here for the Red Storm. They want to move the ball. Tanyi rolls out to his left. He's got a blocker in front. Right at the line of scrimmage. Throws that one. And in and out of the hands there for an incomplete pass. Well defended. There was a Bonnie Eagle player there that almost intercepted that ball as well. And now 4th and 10 will come up. And looks like Scarborough is more than likely going to punt this one off as Dudley comes on here.
3: Yeah, Coach Johnson wants to give Bonnie Eagle a long field.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: think he's. It, you can tell he's got a lot of confidence in his defense. And his offense just moved the ball a couple times there, but then... Uh, got stalled here near midfield so Dudley a low snap a good coverage and, and did he knee down when he went to pick the ball up he did so Dudley had a low snap picked the ball up had one knee on the ground and he was down and that is unfortunate I don't know if I've ever really seen that happen before talk about a game changer yeah that's, I mean, that's probably 40 yards in field difference right there. More, because look at the bounce that the ball had. It was
3: within the 10 yard line.
2: And honestly, I mean, that snap was at his feet, so he had to go down and get it, but he couldn't drop. These are that the knee things down. that
3: just.
2: Yeah. If you a, a coach, if nuts. you're a punter, you should be aware of that. He's pulling his hair out. We'll see if the defense can stand on their heads once again they did it all last week and right now Scarborough trails by seven right here on but the MBR game it of the week
3: they've, now they've given bonnie eagle another short field they're already practically in four down territory
2: day fakes the throw or and does throw it fakes the handoff and gets that one all the way out 28 that's hunter thompson Wide receiver for Bonnie Eagle, and he picks up 15 yard there on first down to move the chains, and now they're down right around the 15 yard line of Scarborough. That's a great name, Hunter Thompson. (laughs) Hunter S.
3: Thompson, like like the great writer, Doctor Hunter S. Thompson. Gonzo football, folks.
2: This Thompson doesn't have an H in it, though. Oh, an S. And a handoff there to the right, and the ball comes loose, and Scarborough has it there popped right out. Alex Sprague was running that one for Bonnie Eagle and I think a helmet got on the ball popped end over end and Scarborough was very clearly first two so a moment of magic right there. Wow. Scarborough again shifting tides. Gift from the football gods right there as they had another unforced error on their own but now they're able to get that offense back out on the field. A long field to work with here from their own 10 yard line. We'll see if Bonnie Eagle can hold firm here on defense once again. Big crowd here at Scarborough High. People all around the track on both sets of stands. Coming out to watch this one. Tanyi takes the snap, rolls to his right. Keeps it. sees open field here, makes a couple defenders miss, and then easily goes out of bounds. Gain of 17 on first down, and he didn't take a hit in the process.
3: He has excellent instincts, and he understands the geography of a football field and when a play isn't there and what he can get out of it. You know, he's got eyes and a feel for the game. Some of that stuff you can't teach. He just has a
2: feel for it. Sultan Panyi, one of many juniors on this Scarborough Red Storm team. Panyi rolls to and takes the handoff there and does hand it off on first down. That one right up the middle to Carrard, Carrard who gains a couple, but a little bit more trickeration there by the Red Storm. Both these teams running a spread option with a lot of different looks. Do you think Coach Johnson has learned a couple of things from Coach Cooper over the years? I'm sure. Uh, they, <laughs> and probably they, vice versa, every, too. Everybody has. Yeah. So second down and six here. And a toss over to the right to Gerard. Almost got blown up big time in the backfield. Gets it back to the line of scrimmage, but no gain.
3: Excellent penetration.
2: Yeah, I mean, they read that before he even had a chance to catch the ball gammon has great pressure the way there to stop a great runner is to stop them before
3: they get going penetrate make the make the tackle in the inside the line of scrimmage and that's exactly
2: what bonnie eagle did third down and eight coming up here russ thompson and les stevens on the MBR game of the week presented by oa right here on espn 970 danny rolls to his left and throws that one along the sideline. Nice juggled. Catch. And they do get the catch there along the sideline, and that's good enough to move the chains.
1: That'll be for another Red Storm. First down.
2: The Red Storm able to move the chains here, and that was an accurate throw on the run there by Zoltan Panyan. I think that's a game plan here by the red storm get him moving out of the pocket they've got a couple receivers to the right one to the left a back in motion they toss it to that back it's Garrard. Oh, look at that and he gets to the second level and knocks the burrs right what off a beautifully executed play he has a lot of power when the he gets the pitch going. was perfect the,
3: the runner was in the perfect position the guards were pulling
2: and Owen Gerrard, six foot one, two hundred and fifteen pounds. And Camp the Burg felt every single pound of that. And that was a beautifully
3: executed football play right
2: there. Yeah, they gained seven there on first down, so sets up second down and three. Dany takes the and Garrard. he does hand it off up again to Gerard. Makes a couple people miss, comes down along the end or the sideline here, gains twenty yards there. And moves the chains, and once again, a couple broken tackles there to keep that play moving.
3: I think what you're seeing is the discovery and the emergence of a truly gifted running back. And uh, I think the emergence and they're not doing it just against any team. They're doing against. He's doing this against the best football team in the
2: state of Maine, in my opinion. Yeah, the number one team in your top ten. Les Stevens, also known as Speed on MBR. Why don't we run through your top 10 right here while we have a timeout? Speed. I've got, I've got Bonnie Eagle number one. Uh, Thornton
3: Academy are close 2 mm-hmm. You've got uh, Brunswick third, Scarborough fourth, Portland, who played Scarborough tough last week, fifth, then Skowhegan, uh, then Wyndham, Biddeford, Brewer
2: nine and Wells, number 10. So we have the pleasure here tonight of having two teams in the top four, and I think we had the chance last week to see Scarborough and we have them again, and I mean, could you open up the season tougher than Portland, than Bonnie Eagle? But they've certainly shown that they hang with both these teams. And we've
3: been lucky to cover such great football games. I mean, we saw Portland last week, Scarborough two weeks, Bonnie Eagle. I mean, we're seeing the cream of the cream of Maine high school football.
2: And couldn't ask for a better night. Uh, Oh, it's beautiful. We'll have to revisit this night in a couple weeks when fall truly comes. But for now, it's beautiful here at Scarborough High. Panyi rolls, eludes one tackler, stays on his feet. He's going to throw that one and complete it for about six there. Down, I believe that was to Dickman. His fullback, and he was in the backfield, and Bonnie Eagle almost had him wrapped up for a big loss. That's called pulling it out of somewhere.
1: <laughs> they
2: gain eight there on first down. So it was a broken play. He made something out of it. And it looked like, I mean, if he, he was went close down, to a holding. Yes, it was. Up here. And that would have been a 10, 15 yard sack there. Panye? Lobs it over to the right, and that one's in it out of the fingertips there of Connor Kelly, and there's a flag down. That was. So a, wonder if there's a. Uh, and this might be an offensive pass interference because Bonnie Eagle is clapping, but Kelly had that one right through his fingertips, and if he caught that, he would have coasted right that, into the end zone. That,
3: that was catchable.
2: It was a catchable football.
1: Like
2: as yeah, so maybe that's why Kelly was open there. He must have pushed off the defensive back for Bonnie Eagle. And that's a killer call. 15-yard penalty. What well, was second down and two now becomes second down and 17. And changes the play call quite a bit. So the Red Storm will have two receivers left, one to the right. Gerard's in the backfield. Panyi rolls out to his left. There we go. Keeps it on his
1: legs. Picks
2: up. Quite a few there on second down and rolls right out of bounds. On fourth down and ten, that was. We've got a third and long coming up here.
1: Garbo. trying to really make a statement here in week two after making
2: the biggest statement in the state last week Tanyi rolls to his right this time good blocking and throws that one on the ground there Sprague the feet Sprague blocked it Oh, he must have got he got a hand on he it. He penetrated. I was wondering why it just went right down. And now fourth down coming up. And we'll see. Yeah, it looks like the punting unit will come out here. This is kind of in no man's land. Thirty They're at the Bonny Eagle 35. But if they get a good punt off here, they can really pin the Scott Stevens no, on their own it's,
3: end. Uh, They have the ball.
2: Oh, that was fourth Eagle, down. Yeah. Okay, so turnover on downs for Bonnie Eagle. They come out. Hey, it's just as good of a punt. They get the ball at their own thirty-five yard line. Anyways. Oh yeah. So Bonnie Eagle looking to add here. They trail or they lead by seven. The handoff to the left. Sprague. And getting, oh, and Sprague eludes a couple. Stays I knew- on his feet somehow. Oh my and God. And now he's bringing it upfield. And I don't think anybody's going to catch him. And now they do. Coming down there, great tackle to avoid what would have been a touchdown by Eric Quirk. But Sprague was tackled in the backfield. Somehow got through about five or six defenders and broke it up the field for, what, 50 yards?
3: Again, the coach is tearing his hair out. He was tackled. You have to wrap them up and bring them down.
2: Yeah, and Spreech, I mean, one of the defensive linemen for Scarborough had him in his hand and was able to get out of it. They hand this one up to Thorne up the middle. He stays on his feet, breaking tackles, still on his feet, down, and the ball comes out but goes out of bounds. What are And that might be Thorne that's down. Number 10. No, 25. Get... It's Thorne, Thorne, And it, yeah, it looks like it was shoulder. He took shoulder or bone or something. Quite a few tackles, but then when he finally did get taken down, took a hard hit there. So that has got to be unfortunate. And you think
3: that's huge. It's like losing three guys because he plays offense. He's probably their best defensive player. Uh, He's on kickoffs. (coughs) Uh, He seldom comes off the football field.
2: Yeah, the junior, linebacker, running back. And usually they'll rest those guys at
3: least on the kickoff teams. But I noticed, I mean, Cooper's got him right out there even on the kickoff. So he seldom comes off the football field. This is is huge if it's a serious injury.
2: And and unless it does look like it's a serious injury... And with the, sh- I-, I think it was the shoulder because he's holding his shoulder down there.
3: Yeah, shoulder. From cal- what I know about shoulder cal- injuries,
2: those are not things that get better right away, and this could probably be something that he might have to deal with for the rest of the season. Play through that, and we will step aside here. We'll take a one-minute break on the MBR Game of the Week presented by OA right here at 9:70 a.m. ESPN. Bonnie Eagle leads Scarborough. We'll be back right after this.
6: It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Maine's young people for life. high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports. A winning part of a complete education. Presented by the Maine Principals Association and the Maine Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
2: And back here on the MBR Game of the Week, presented by OA on ESPN 970, Russ Thompson, Les Stevens. We've got Joe Carpini here running the camera. And you can follow along on Twitter. Check out MBR Radio on Twitter, and you can see the sideline video updates. MBR has games all across the state this year. So stay tuned for all that, and thanks for checking out the video stream. If you're driving around right now, check us out online, and you can watch this one the second half. Uh, and we are back here after the break, and still down on the field is Nick Thorne, and we were talking about it last, and he seems to be a very central figure for the Spawn Eagle football
3: and it's team. such an unfortunate injury in that, I don't think after initial contact, he was injured. It was one of these things where his heart, he's a great, courageous player that plays with great heart, second and third effort, didn't want to get down, and it was his second and third effort, uh, I think, where the injury occurred.
2: Yeah, and this is certainly serious. Uh, He's been down for a couple minutes. It looks like they've just motioned to go get the stretcher, so maybe some sort of a neck injury involved in there. That's usually uh, what they go to. Um, but uh, certainly, uh, all the whole Bonnie Eagle team right now on one knee and uh, everybody here kind of holding their breath as, as Nick Thorne is sitting down. And like you mentioned, uh, at first, it didn't look like... We, there wasn't a big collision or anything like that. But... He wasn't hurt on the first
3: contact, but his, his feet kept going. He kept digging for it. You know, yards after contact, what we call yards after contact. And it was at that point that I think... By not going down, second and third and fourth guys came in and hit him, all legitimate, because the whistle hadn't blown. And it was on those second and third and fourth hits that
2: the injury occurred. And now we just saw the Bonnie Eagle team walk off the field and go over to their sideline. And same with Scarborough. So we are probably looking at a little bit of a delay here as they get Nick Thorne onto the stretcher. The stretcher being rolled out. Uh, as we speak wanna You just rep- hate to see this. Yeah, no, I mean especially to a kid like Nick Thorne, like you mentioned, that's really been playing for the Spawn Eagle team for so many years in so many different positions, playing on kickoff, kick return, defense, offense. Um this is one of the guys I, I know that Coach Cooper has built up tremendous depth within his program, but this is probably one of the guys that he always counts on being there. Reminder that our games are presented by OA, board certified, nationally recognized. That's OA, online at orthoassociates.com. 7-0 Scarborough trails here, the host team, after a Cordell-Menard touchdown earlier this quarter. And we have a little bit of an injury delay here, and we'll step aside once again and take a couple minutes here it looks like this is probably going to be a little bit more of a delay you are listening and watching right here on the MBR game of the week presented by oa on espn 970 we'll be back after the break
4: Introducing Ortho Access. O.A. Centers for Orthopedics is pleased to announce their new orthopedic walk-in clinic. The first of its kind in Maine. Sprain, strain, or pain? No need for an appointment. Walk on into OrthoAccess six days a week. O.A.'s orthopedic specialists will see you Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Seriously, no appointment needed. Just walk into Ortho Access, 33 Sewell Street in Portland. Find them online at orthoassociates.com or like them on Facebook. O.A.
5: Experience
4: in motion. All aboard!
5: MBR.org. The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations. Or visit their all-new and very popular team page. MBR.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in Maine. Coming in February. All the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24-7. It's high school sports heaven. All aboard.
0: MBR.org. From the Yankee Ford Studios, Portland's home for ESPN Radio is WZAN Portland, 970
2: WZAN. Back here in the Game of the Week, presented by OA on ESPN 970, Russ Thompson, Les Stevens, and a good sight there, Les, during the break, Nick Thorne was able to get up, and the Scarborough players went over and uh, really showed their appreciation to Nick, and he was able to get up and move and kind of move his his arms and stuff so certainly not the worst thing in the world in terms of an injury but serious enough that he had to come off for a stretcher and that was Day taking that one himself but now it's going to be quite different here for Bonnie Eagles, especially offensively and defensively and we'll have to see how they adjust. I
3: think the impact will be more on the defensive side of the ball
2: but they've got good position here first in goal 345 to go in the first half and Sprague takes that one over to the left the ball comes loose and they called it a touchdown right before the ball came loose and so it's a touchdown but that was very nearly a fumble 13 to nothing Bonnie Eagle gets another touchdown on the board
3: good thing that field wasn't a few yards longer for Bonnie Eagle
2: it's good that they don't have replay here too because I think (laughs) that was pretty close The call on the field stands, and 13 to nothing. Sprague going to the left there on the toss and was just able to get the ball over the goal line. Coming in here. I believe that is Christian Napolitano. His extra point is up, and it's good. And 14 to nothing. Bonnie Eagle comes right back after the injury timeout doesn't really waste any time and Sprague was able to get it over the goal line there and now they've got themselves a a two-touchdown advantage and with the way their defense has been playing it's, I mean, Scarborough's really going to have to get things going here.
3: It's tough to come back two touchdowns on Bonnie Eagle.
2: But we'll see, they're going to have to make some adjustments here without Thorne on that defense, but I think Bonnie Eagle is always well equipped to deal with injuries. Next man up, Coach Cooper, longtime coach there. And they do it the right way. I mean, they build that program from the fourth grade on with all their youth programs. Uh, and they all know what the job is, so by the time that they get to high school, they can get right in and get to work. Exactly. You are listening and watching to the MBR Game of the Week presented by OA right here on ESPN 970, also on the MBR YouTube page with our video this week. Got Joe Carpini working the video. And Bonnie Eagle with the two touchdown lead. 340 to go here in the second quarter. Under the lights. At Scarborough High. The Politano will be the, the one of those
3: great juniors.
2: Exactly what they need. I mean, could you ask for something more?
3: It's like a shot of adrenaline.
2: <laughs> Scarborough. Every time that you think maybe they're punching a little bit up on their weight, well, they, they come did right the same back. thing
3: last week against exactly. Portland. They hung around and then won it in the four.
2: Scarborough comes back strong. Makes this one 14 to 7 right here on the NBR Game of the Week, presented by OA on ESPN 970. We'll be back in one minute from now. Don't go anywhere.
6: It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Maine's young people for life. The winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Maine Principals Association and the Maine Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
2: Back here on the MBR Game of the Week, presented by OA on ESPN 970. Reminder, if you guys want to follow up on the latest, follow MBR Radio on Twitter. Right now they are on the sidelines, so you can get up close Photos you can keep track of all the broadcasts across the state. So check them out on Twitter, on MBR Radio. You can look up MBR, MBR.org, or on the YouTube channel where we're streaming right now. This kickoff bounces up over the top break. It's going to come out to the 20. Touched that one off his fingertips, and that bounce out the back of the end zone. And now I think Les for the first time in a little bit here. Momentum shifts back to Scarborough. They like to steal momentum and then give it back and then steal momentum. But we'll see what happens. We'll see if they can sustain it.
3: Let's see defense. how this offense uh,
2: adjusts. Adjusts. Because not only is that one of their better runners, but that's one of their better blockers. I mean, I think uh, he might not show up on the stat sheet as much as he, he really means to this team talking about Nick Thorne who was carted off earlier this quarter for Bonnie Eagle. Day takes this one up the middle, makes a couple miss, and takes that one strong. A good pickup on first down. Good hard hit by Gerard. So, good start. but Nine yards down the field. And they leave themselves only a couple here on second down. Bonnie Eagle gets right to it. They've got two receivers to the right, one to the left. Sprague in the backfield. He takes this one over to the right and gets tracked down. And I think he got right back to the line of screw. No, he did gain the first down. Gained a couple and moved the chains. That's all he needed. Bonnie Eagle. I get the feeling
3: with Sprague, it's like a time bomb, you know,
2: ready to go off. He could break one at any time. You mentioned it earlier. It's those the yak. I mean, after contact, that's what really I think makes him special. This one, Day keeps it himself, goes over to the right. Good coverage once again. Scarborough seemed like a three or four defenders were in that backfield. They did not gain much. If any. Eight, Clock ticking. 2.31 to go right now, in the second off. quarter. And a timeout taken, and we'll take it to the MBR Game of the Week presented by OA right here on ESPN 970. Don't go anywhere.
5: Take it to Moody's. Take it to Moody's.
2: here on the nbr game of the week second down and day took that one himself over to the right and he gained i think five or six five setting or up six. a short third down and four coming up here griffith with the tackle but day, and now maybe that's another guy that needs to step up and take some of that slack is cam day at least from a, a runner perspective exactly and he's certainly capable of it coach cooper making adjustments on the fly here in the first half so we'll see here third down in just a couple coming up for the scots and day will take this one himself and i think he got enough there to get over and tumble for a first down
3: excellent veteran line surge on that
2: good push that looked a little bit like Tom Brady with the quarterback keeper. And they moved the chains. Still in their own half, but their own 45-yard line. Whoa. Whoa. And a big sack coming up here for Scarborough as day got wrapped up. And that was Matthew Cook coming all the way up the field to really change things here. And we'll keep this one right here. But Cook came in and Day thought he could shrug shrug him off there and lost even more. That's probably, what, a loss of 15 there? Maybe, 12? Yeah, maybe more, yeah. So second down and long for Bonnie Eagle. And they've got a minute and 19 seconds to go here left in the second quarter. That probably changes things here. You don't want to really take any chances with this down in distance with not a lot of time left here in the first half. No, because they're going to be receiving the kickoff to start the second half. Right here on the MBR Game of the Week, Russ Thompson, Les Stevens, And this has been a great back-and-forth affair. Once again, I think with these games with Scarborough, you look at it, fourteen to seven and one half, and you think, okay, maybe there's a lot of action there. But this game has been back and forth, a couple are, turnovers. They're just a very resilient football team. And now they've got themselves in a decent position, second and twenty-five. Von Eagle finds themselves in. Day drops way back, and he's got pressure. Lobs it up over his the outstretched hands of his running back. There sets up third down and long here coming up pass was intended for
1: Sprague. And third down and really long here coming
3: up. It's going be interesting to see what Cooper calls on this.
2: It's got two receivers to the right, one to the left. Craig's in the backfield with Day. Could be one last gasp. Fly patent. long. Day oh. runs into his running back there, and then he'll take it on third down, spinning, staying on his feet, gaining a good 10, 12 yards there, but not good enough to pick up the first down. It'll bring up fourth down and 10. <laughs> so fourth down and 10. 59 seconds to go in the second quarter. Scarborough takes a timeout, and we'll keep it right here on the MBR Game of the Week presented by OA on ESPN 970. And Scarborough's probably taking that timeout because, hey, I mean, they just returned a kick for uh, a touchdown. And now with a minute to go, I mean, you really want to save every one of those seconds. Absolutely. With the athletes that Scarborough has... And Vaughn Eagle probably just wants to play as conservative as they can here, get this ball up in the air, and get back in cover. Well we'll have to see.
3: Well, you've got number 15 back there that did it.
2: And also, Dudley, number 23, Kelly, too, who we saw last week, can certainly make a play or two. Dudley and Kelly, the two back for Scarborough, Looks like Scarborough's ready to go here coming out of the timeout. Von Eagle still huddled up.
3: Second half will be interesting. I know uh, Coach Johnson worked on endurance all the offseason, crossfit, aerobic exercises, so that they could play a full four quarters of football. They yeah. showed that last week against Portland.
2: And Von Eagle comes out, and they are not pun- uh And they come and they shift out the punting team for the first-team offense. So they gave Scarborough a little bit of a look there, but obviously didn't see anything they liked. And now timeout taken by Bonnie Eagle, and we'll take this one. We'll step aside for a minute right here on ESPN 970.
6: These days, the concept of value matters more than ever, and you'd be hard pressed to find a better value than high school sports. Extracurricular activities, including sports, make up about 2% of the budget for a typical Maine high school. In return, participation in sports promotes citizenship and sportsmanship. Sports also instill a sense of community pride and teach lifelong lessons about cooperation and self-discipline. They encourage physical fitness. They produce community leaders. By offering so many benefits to the community for such a small percentage of the school's overall budget, it's easy to see why high school sports are one of the best bargains around. The real cost would come from not having them at all. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education message presented by the Maine Principals Association and the Maine Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: From the Yankee Ford Studios, Portland's home for ESPN Radio is WZAN Portland, 970
2: WZAN. It's like a three-yard punt. <laughs> Les Stevens there, a three-yard punt, and I think that was accurate. No, it was three about three <laughs> yards. It went straight up in the air. Came off the side of the foot. And then it stayed in the sideline, so they ran over because it was still a live ball. But it looked like a big poppy pop fly. I don't think that that was how Coach Cooper drew it up coming out of the timeout. But <laughs> <laughs> not much of a punt. So Scarborough will take over here. 49 seconds to go in the second quarter. And they have it the ball on the Bonnie Eagle 46-yard line. So they're over midfield. And they certainly have the weapons on the outside, Quist and uh, Kelly. And uh, Penny can throw an accurate deep ball. He takes the snap, takes a couple steps to his right. He's being chased out of the pocket, throws that one over the head of his receiver. A smart play there. That pass was intended for Drew LeClaire, but he really got chased out of that pocket. Three Bonnie Eagle defenders got good pressure right up the middle led by Parker Gammon. But that's not the worst thing in the world for Scarborough. It stops the clock, doesn't lose any distance. No. And they get at least a couple more chances here. So, a couple receivers to the right, one to the left. And he steps up in the pocket, and he's got a lot of space. He goes over the sideline gets out of bounds and picks up the clock 15 16 yards there on first down very smart and he does stop the clock and there's still 36 and a half seconds to go here and now obviously uh the play calls change quite a bit because you're that much closer to the end zone
3: an instinctive play and then the thinking to go out of bounds stop the clock
2: yeah, because he probably could have picked up a couple more yards there, but he wanted to stop the, the clock. The clock is more
3: important than the yards at this point.
2: Pan right away, runs this one over, in a great open field tackle that time coming up big was Christian Tripp. He wants to call a
3: quick play and just ground it, stop the clock. I think. We'll see.
2: 20 seconds. They keep the play. And Penny gets dropped right in the middle of the field. We'll see. Ten seconds to go. I don't know if they're going to be able enough to get this off. Five. And they do spike it. 3.4 seconds to go. So probably really only one chance. What if you got a periscope over there to see the score? I'm, <laughs> I'm standing on my tippy toes over here getting blocked a by periscope. film crews. An interesting scoreboard over there. And there was a flag there. I think they didn't get set in time. Maybe a false start on Scarborough. So i will move him back five yards.
1: 3.4
2: seconds to go. And Pony now spikes the ball with 1.6 to go after the penalty because they didn't get set the last time. So 1.6, so I mean, pretty much lob the ball up, see if one of your receivers can get under it.
3: Well, I'd be double-teaming Lagerquist and Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, you see,
1: Bonnie Eagles got...